Welcome to the audio ministry of Nanda Flora Williams. She is a speaker, author, psalmist, and coach. As you listen, be inspired, motivated, and challenged. Hello everyone, welcome to Treasures for Living. Uh, my name is Nanda Williams and we're talking about, we've been talking about envy. And we want to, so we've sort of gone on to find out what it is, talked about different scenarios where it can occur. And today we want to talk about how to deal with it. If you find out that you are struggling with this, or maybe you're even a victim of it, um, how do you deal with it? How do you go about um, resolving the issues? How do you go about finding and seeking for help? So we did say that envy is one of the seven deadly sins and it is an abomination. It is something that God does not um, tolerate. He does not permit. He does not allow us to, he does not want us to walk in. Now in Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7, God gives us an insight as to how his son dealt with the issue of of avoiding sin or being sinless now in the amplified version it says in the days of his flesh jesus offered up definite it was specific special petitions for that which he not only wanted but needed so it's not what he wanted it was what he needed let me give a bit of an example and insight you know sometimes in life you see a certain thing and you think ah oh, i wonder or i want that opportunity or i'd like to be associated with that person or i want to be in that group whereas god has said to you um no i don't want you over there i want you here or i want you with this person but when you look at maybe the association or the job or you know, whatever that thing is, you can't really see much to it. It seems so plain, doesn't have the razzmatazz, has no bling on it. You know, it doesn't look attractive. It can even be something that has to do with the person you marry. Like, I'm not saying God does, doesn't care about your desires, but I'm just saying, God might just say to you, okay, this person is the right person. But then you look at this other one, they have their six pack, they look fit. Um, according to my students, they look lengo, pengo, whatever, or they are banging. And then you're like, uh, nah, 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 nah. No, I cannot go marry this person. This is the person I want to marry. Well, what I found is that everything that glitters is not gold. And sometimes what we see and we think, oh, this is amazing. And there's a reason I'm saying that. So uh, about, mm, let me try and be a bit vague. So a few years ago, yeah, because I'm still sort of in the circle of the people that I'm trying to give an example with. Yes, a few years ago, um, I, I had an opportunity to do something and um, I was meant to uh, do like a, a, a job with somebody and um, I started but my mind was on something else like I wanted to do something with someone else and I got myself out of it actually. I didn't ask God, I just got myself out of it because I was like, mm, this is what I want. So I got myself out of it and went somewhere else and did something else to do. Anyway, later, like, uh, about six months later, I found out that actually the place where God had placed me, which I felt was God, you know, because the Bible says that every authority, you know, is 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 is, is there because of God. I placed the, uh, the place where God had put me 
I found after like six months that actually that's what I needed. I needed that environment. I needed those sets of people because of the things that God wanted me to walk through. Whereas the place where I, wa- where I went to, because that was what I wanted, I sort of got away with a few things here or there that I would not have gotten away with. And I'd run away from some kind of training that God wanted me to have. So, in talking about Jesus, it says he, in the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up definite special petitions for that which he not only wanted, but needed. Okay? And supplications with strong crying and tears to him. No, envy always has to do with what we want. I want, I want, I want. Not what you need that God knows you need. So Jesus offers supplication with strong crying and tears to him who was always able to save him out from death. And he was heard because of his reverence towards God. So Jesus made prayers. He made supplications. We see that in Matthew 26 where Jesus cries and he prays and he goes back three times to pray the same prayer and say, God, uh, you know, not my will, but your will. We see him there agonizing in the garden because he wanted to be saved from death. Now, the Bible says, and he was hurt because of his reverence towards God. His godly fear, his piety, in that he shrank from the horrors of separation from the bright presence of the Father. So, Jesus goes to God. He offers up supplications and strong crying and tears. I'm wondering, how many of us, when we find something in our lives that we think, mm, this is unacceptable, God, this is a sin, this is not something that will bless me or bless others, this is something that might take me out, take me down or cut my life short. How many of us really go in and press into God and say, God, you need to take this out of my, my heart. This jealousy, this envy, you need to take it out. God, I'm going to stay here. I'm going to cry out to you. I'm going to pray until you do something in my heart. You give me revelation of what this is. Especially for us as Christians. If we know that envy is ungodly, it is deadly, it is sin. It is something that if you practice, you will not end up in heaven. Why would you continue to like nurse it, feed it, or pretend it does not exist? We should be going to God and crying out to God and say, God, take this out of my heart. I have this against the brother. I have this against the sister. Oh, I have this against the friend. God is not, is not okay. Envy. So Jesus offers up strong crying and tears to God who is able to save him out from death. And the Bible says that he was heard because of his reverence. He's, he revered God. And that's the motivation for keeping away from sin. When we revere God, when we, when we hallow him, when we treat him with reverence, with respect, so that whatever we know really grieves his heart. We don't want to live in. We don't want to um, 
allowed to dwell within us. We want to live a life that is pleasing to the Father. Because of his reverence towards God, his godly fear, his piety, he shrank from the horrors of suppression from the bright presence of the Father. Matthew 5 verse 8. God says to us in his word, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Like, without that deep communion, that fellowship, I have such a hunger. I'm constantly seeking, hungering. That's the right word. Yes, I think. For God's face, for his presence. Not so much as for what he can give me, which, yeah, I do get gifts. But not that. To know him, to behold him. And God beholds holiness. He beholds righteousness. He beholds... That's not, he doesn't be, he's not looking for perfection from us because none of us can be perfect this side. However, God calls us to grow to maturity and he, calls his, he tells us to be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. But that just means complete. That just means us growing into the stature of the measure of the fullness of Christ. Now... For you to see God, for you to participate in a fellowship that is meaningful, that is fruitful, that allows you to behold the face of God and his presence in your time of devotion, where you walk with him, you talk with him. You know, like the song says, and he tells me I am his own. Where you have that kind of intimate relationship with God, that means that you need to be seeking to constantly have a pure heart. A heart that's pure. A heart that is like, God, if there's anything in my heart that is not right, any sin, God, purge me. Try me. Test me. See if there's any wicked way in me. And lead me in the path of everlasting life. That should be yours. So if you have envy, you've been envious, you've been jealous. The way to experience revival is to, like Jesus, offer strong crying, strong prayers with tears and supplication to God who is able to deliver you. Deliver you from death. Death is the consequence of sin. Thank you for listening to this message. We trust that you've been blessed, encouraged, and transformed to go out and make a difference.